Support for this program is provided by Chevron. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. As prices remain high at the pump, we learned late last week just how much money some big oil companies are making. Chevron posting its biggest profit in almost 10 years. Exxon seeing profits more than double, boosting its share buyback to as much as $30 billion. Both ExxonMobil and Chevron reported that their quarterly earnings skyrocketed because of high oil prices. And that news comes just one day after congressional Democrats said they would push legislation to increase the Federal Trade Commission's power to investigate allegations of price gouging. So today, I spoke with Politico's Ben Lefebvre to understand if oil companies are reacting to accusations that they are price gouging and what the oil markets might look like moving forward. It's Monday, May 2nd. So Ben, big American oil companies are reporting massive earnings. What explains why they're doing so well? Yeah, on Friday, Exxon said it earned $5.5 billion for the first three months of this year, which was double its net profits from like you know the same time the year before. And then Chevron comes out and does even better, where it says, hey, we made $6.2 billion, which was quadruple what it made the same time the previous year. So they're doing pretty well. The biggest reason was, as folks would probably gather, is that oil prices have been way up the beginning of the year compared to where they were a year ago. Last year, we were still really in a, you know, pseudo lockdown environment with the economy because of the pandemic. You know, there wasn't a lot of demand for gasoline or diesel on the road. Since then, things got better and fuel demand has been going up. At the same time that, you know, refiners are still struggling to catch up to the rebound in demand. So that, that's what drove prices up. And that, that's what really drove their, their profits this past quarter. Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But, you know, oil CEOs, so they're also restating their prioritization of share buybacks. We know this strategy has drawn attacks from Democrats, environmentalists who say that these companies are focused on investors instead of boosting production to help lower prices. And the administration has said that's the patriotic thing to do. You know, we haven't seen a ton of evidence that they've really done that so far. Do we know our oil companies now reacting to this criticism and, and trying to produce more? Well, they'll produce more. I mean, they're almost to a certain extent ignoring the noise coming out of D.C. on that. They made announcements that they were not only going to not dial back their share buybacks, they were going to ramp them up. So it doesn't seem like they're dialing back it at all. As far as production is concerned, they are saying they're just kind of naturally going to see more production coming out this year. They're expecting more oil to come through, but at the same time, they're also going to increase their share buyback allowances. A lot of analysts will say the reason they're doing these huge buybacks is to a certain extent they don't know what else to do with their money. They're not necessarily going to you know, keep prices artificially down. They don't really control oil prices per se. It shows that they don't know really where to invest to a certain amount. All this cash is piling up because they're not investing in these big new projects. And what the CEO said on their calls with investors on Friday was that Things are looking good now, but the oil market is very cyclical and today's good times could crash anytime soon. Basically, they don't know where the market's heading. They want to keep a cash cushion and kind of send money back to shareholders to kind of keep them in the fold. Yeah, so it sounds like they are, of course, naturally, there is some price response happening. They are 
coming back and producing more somewhat. But are there still limitations out there that are holding them back from fully producing maybe at a level that Democrats, you know, fun, you know funny that we're talking about it in this way, of course, to, given that they have this big climate push, but the, the way that Democrats you know, have been pushing, really wanting to see full bore production, like, are there still limitations to that around supply chain, you know, things that are occurring out there? So during the pandemic, when fuel demand was so low, a lot of refineries went offline or just did started doing maintenance. And so they weren't producing a lot of fuel, like a lot of gasoline and diesel. A lot of that maintenance is kind of finishing. So we should expect to start seeing gasoline production start increasing and getting more in line with where demand is. And if that starts happening, you'll see gasoline prices fall as more gallons get into the market. Once you get to that, I think you'll start seeing more of these kinks getting ironed out of the supply system. The other thing that as far as oil production is going, everyone is saying that they're expecting to see big bumps in production. So I think the supply chain problems are getting solved. And I think we should start seeing the market easing maybe within this coming quarter. So that could be good news for Democrats coming up. And it would probably go a long way to kind of dialing back the noise we're hearing out of D.C. about some of these things that Democrats want to see to kind of get oil companies to, quote unquote, do their patriotic duty. Also, speaking of oil prices, one way the Biden administration is hoping to reduce high gasoline prices is through recent action by the EPA. On Friday, EPA formally issued an emergency waiver allowing the sale of gasoline blends with 15% ethanol, also known as E15, this summer. It's an action the administration announced earlier this month and will go into effect starting on May 1st. The White House estimated that the waiver could save a family 10 cents per gallon of gas on average. Remember, E15 gas, which is 85% unleaded and 15% ethanol, is usually banned during summer months because of concerns about air pollution. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron supports the ambitions of the Paris Agreement? In fact, they've even tied their executives' compensation to lowering the carbon emissions intensity of their operations. Because it's only human to help power a brighter future. Learn more at chevron.com slash lowercarbon.